So apparently, it's furry week on news to reviews. Yes, it's time to get furry. Did either of you see the fucking heartwarming bloody story out of America? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Of the lawyer who had a had a cat face over their the, the cat skin over their face. Like, well, that sounds terrible. That sounds way more horrific than the actual story. You know, like the 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 filters. That's what I'm looking for. The word I'm looking for. Had the cat filter over their face whilst uh, doing court proceedings over Zoom chat. Mm. Oh, yeah. and the whole like he's like trying to explain that he can't he can't turn it off, and at the very end he d- decides to be like, oh, you know I. I am here. I'm. 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 I'm not a cat. Oh dear. I'm prepared me. to go to go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy shit, Sam! <laughs> what do you think of uh, this 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 funny story? I just I'm loving the memes that are coming from it. Being like, he's actually a cat. Don't listen to him. <laughs> he's actually <laughs> a cat. And I'm like, yeah, he is. Yeah, cat spiracy. Yeah, oh, I love I it. Love it. It's funny. Uh, Cats like take any, over the world. Like any wonderful story, there there was like something dug up about this lawyer who apparently like <laughs> I don't know con- convinced the police to raid some woman that he was sleeping with and who decided to stop sleeping with him and blah 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 blah. It's it's really horrific. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the the lawyer who did this is uh, sorry for ruining it for you guys. I mean, there's no like it. it it came out, some some journalist brought it to light afterwards, but like, you know, none of it's like 100% confirmed, but it looks like, yeah, he did some very, very dodgy shit to this lady. The whole town apparently knows it and <laughs> and and no one can really do anything about it because he's so friendly with all the cops and the prosecutors and... Uh... All right. So, yeah, this is all alleged, by the way, um, because remembering that, you know, we cover a news portion on our show. So, allegedly, <laughs> this is this is some allegations that have been made that have not been proven yet so we don't know what's what um at this point in time all we know is that there's a funny cat meme going on that has brought (laughs) a lot of joy to to i think a lot of people that needed it this year so i'm all for that and nintendo has probably benefited a little bit from um, yes. from the cat stuff. Yes, and that's what I was about to say. I, I think it was definitely intentional. I think it was just his anticipation for for Super Mario 3D World. Yeah. Oh, I had to be. Mario's a furry. Oh, it's a yeah. great week for great week to be a furry. <laughs> you know, it's God. funny. It reminds me of um Community where Arved does um that impersonation of that other actor. What's his name? Nicholas Cage. That's it. Nicholas Cage. I'm a cat. I'm a sexy cat. Yes. Yep. Oh, yep. yes. Hello and welcome to News to Reviews, your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be for impressions on the latest games coming out. Each and every week, my name is Zach, and can my co-host be bothered coming up with a pseudonym? Let's find out right now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck it, I can't think. You know what? No, I'm a cat. I'm a sexy cat. <laughs> so, 
um, as always, um, as always, Sexy Cat here, um, reporting in for another wonderful week um, of news to reviews. Oh, or is it going to be a wonderful week? I think we've got some nice portions um, that I'll be quite excited to talk about. It is going to be a roller coaster for sure, and who better to ride this roller coaster with us than returning guest Sam? Sam, it's so good to have you with us. How are you doing? I'm Hello. good. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. How's your week been, Sam? I know so you've got a fantastic new haircut. I'm bloody absolutely digging right now. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, my week's been all right. I mean, I'm in Victoria currently, so we've gone back into lockdown. Mm. Um, but that's okay. I'm playing games. Not much else to report. <laughs> Exactly. Yes, we definitely we definitely uh, got to uh, exploit your misery by being able to play Fall Guys with you for most of the night on Friday night. I'm very yes. very sorry I had to miss out on that uh, t- like t- session going till two a.m. I know you ditched us. You ditched us so early too. Like 10. big shout out to uh, uh, Hunter, Maddie, and and Caitlin. Uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I, I got very drunk in the short amount of time I was there though, and I had, a, had a fantastic time. Oh, God, it's been an interesting... I, I definitely dove deep into the games this week as well, too. I'm looking forward to getting getting into impressions because I managed to nab three platinum trophies in three days. That's right. I had way too much free time, people. <laughs> but, yeah, I look forward to talking about that when we get into impressions. Lockie, how's your week been, my friend? Oh, it's been all right. Oh, sorry, cat. <laughs> Sexy yeah, cat. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm a cat. I'm a cat. Um, yeah, it's been a great week. Uh, a lot of funny stuff has happened in the in the news world, so it's uh, yeah, that's definitely kept my spirits going. Sorry to hear Sam again about lockdown going on in Victoria. Oh, someday, someday you guys will be free to roam the streets. Yeah, one day. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy. I'm fine. I'm it. Uh, five days now is better than three months in a month's time. Oh, totally, mm. totally. Mm. Five yeah. days now. That's. I mean, look, a lot of good games have come out this week, so it's kind of a really you know, as as much of a shitty situation it is, it's kind of good timing. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, you know, you got shit to do at least. Um, it, it's better than a dry week. Yeah. Speaking of shit to do, it's time to start getting cracking with the gaming news for the week. <laughs> Speaking of shit, <laughs> let's get on with the show. This this one is a shit. Oh dearie me! Now, <laughs> so, uh, CD Projekt Red is back in the news. This article comes out of Engadget and was written by John Porter. Hackers have reportedly sold the game source code and other information stolen from Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3 studio CD Projekt Red. Cybersecurity firm Keeler released screenshots of a post on the hacking forum exploit allegedly posted by the hackers, saying that they've received an offer for the data from outside the forum. They, they added that they ended the auction at the request of the buyer. Cybersecurity Twitter account VX Underground subsequently confirmed that the auction had closed. On Tuesday, CDPR disclosed it had been victim of a ransomware attack in which hackers had collected certain data from the company. It posted a ransom note for, from the hackers in which they claimed to have access to, to source code from the studio's most popular games, as well as integral legal, HR, and financial oh, documents. Oh, fuck. 
CDPR said it would not give in to the demands or negotiate with the hackers, even if that meant the stolen data would be circulating online. It is known who purchased the. It is uh, not known who purchased the data or how much it was sold for. However, the auction thought to have included source code from Thronebreaker, The Witcher Tales spin-off, The Witcher 3, a ray trace version of The Witcher 3, Cyberpunk 2077, and copies of the company's internal documents. That's according to screenshots posted by VX Underground. The auction followed a leak of the source code for, for, uh, for CD Projekt Red's virtual card game Gwent, which was verified by Vice. Keeler previously reported that the starting price for the auction was $1 million, with a buy-it-now price of $7 million. These terms were subsequently verified by VX Underground 2. Now, we have bitched and moaned about CD Projekt Red for weeks and weeks and weeks on this show. It was nice last week finally not having them in the news. But now, yes, they are once again back in the news, but not for the reasons you may think. No, not because they... Uh, made a disastrous game this time because they've had something disastrous happen to them, and I I, I got to say I take no uh, I, I take no joy in this at all. Like this affects so many people uh, who who work at the company, like HR and financial documents. Who knows how many people working there could get docs? And considering they were getting death threats earlier, uh, like uh, uh, sorry, late in 2020 and probably in early 2021 as well. Uh, after the release of Cyberpunk 2077, it's yeah, this this is just absolutely horrific, and I feel terrible for the people over there at uh, CD Projekt Red for the developers over there. Uh, Sam, <laughs> pretty heavy story to get kicking with. <laughs> yeah. Far out. Uh, yeah. How how do you feel? Uh, how do you feel about what's happened here to CD Projekt Red? I feel sorry for them. Like it, it's mm. never good to have your work stolen, and then among that having other documents stolen like that's just yeah like I don't even know what to say I feel I just feel sorry for them like, so what do you think about the, there's people out there apparently who uh, on Twitter and, and whatnot a bit who have sort of reveled in this a bit what do you, what do you think about that it's disgusting yeah their work's been stolen stolen like mm-hmm. I yeah I don't even have I don't even know what to say about it I just feel bad for them Oh, their work, their privacy. It's, yeah, uh, everything. It's, oh, it's absolutely horrific. Sexy cat. Would you be upset if your uh, sexy cat <laughs> photos got out on the internet or do you already circulate them everywhere? What the fuck, Zach? <laughs> you don't need to answer that, Sam. I was talking to you, your sexy cat. Oh, okay, right. Sorry, no, I thought you were still talking to Sam. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, okay, yeah, so... Yeah, I hope right. Sam doesn't have sexy cat photos. I, mean, <laughs> I thought you were asking, your relationship yeah. with, with Loki, your cat, in a whole new light. Yeah, so this is absolutely <laughs> fucked. Um, I'm not too... I don't, I don't know about... It sounds like half of the IP and source code is for already existing material, so I don't really see how that's a problem from the company's perspective, except for that ray tracing version of Witcher 3. So that's basically... The, the cat is out of the bag, so to speak, with, um, you know, they're working on a remaster or an updated version of Witcher 3 that they want to be... that they want to release at some point, which makes sense because that's what you do every generation now. If something sells, you know, a couple of years ago, you... you you just patch it up and uh, release it on the next model. So, um, yeah, it sounds like that's been leaked and that information is already out. Um, 
I think the more serious issues are the personal information around the employees. And mm. um, we don't know what exactly what data has been released, but we do know that it's from HR. So if it's from HR, that means everything personal about them, potentially, uh, especially around their payroll info, so bank accounts, mm. all that shit, uh, huge, huge data breach, um, very high risk that individual employees will get money stolen from them now, mm. um, and also any information linked to anything government-related. So, you know, in Australia, we have superannuation, you know, that sort of stuff. I don't know what's which... I don't know whether or not this has affected just City Project Red from one country and a certain branch or whether it's, you know, a global thing. So, yeah, this could have huge ramifications within that area. And, you know, we got to remember that at the end of the day, a company is made up of individuals and individuals have their own lives separate to the company itself. Um, They have families quite often, people that rely on them. So it's a ripple effect where it creates a lot of... Uh, a lot of terror for all of these individual people where they might get fucked over and get shit stolen from them individually. It's a disgusting act by someone to to hold a company at ransom um, when they're playing around with individuals' lives. I think it's wrong. Yeah, I think it's really fucked to hear that people on Twitter are reveling over this. I get the feeling that, you know, I, I understand schadenfreude and, and all that and that CD Projekt Red as a company, they've done some pretty shitty things, but... This is where it's it's crossing a line where it's going to individuals mm. and and you know there, there's serious impact on people's lives and mm. and I think um, you know I hope that most of the people that are on Twitter are maybe a little bit younger and they they just don't quite understand you know the serious impact of what this could mean for people individually so you know they're not quite aware of you know what they're saying when they're like ah sucked in City Project Red you know I'm more than happy to see them as a company suffer for their own poor actions, but this is different. Sexy cat. I could not have said it better myself. Uh, to, so to keep this, uh, this, this train of misery rolling along down the tracks, it's time to talk about some horrible stuff happening over at Riot Games. Allegedly, this article comes out of Polygon and was written by Owen S. Good. Riot Games, makers of League of Legends and Valorant, has begun an internal investigation of its CEO in light of a civil lawsuit filed by a former employee and alleging wrongful termination and gender discrimination. Riot's board of directors has hired an outside law firm to examine CEO Niccolo Laurent, who joined the company in 2009 and has been its CEO since 2017. A lawsuit filed in Los Angeles Superior Court in early January by former executive assistant Sharon O'Donnell alleges Laurent propositioned her, then had her fired after she reported it to Riot's Human Resources department gaming news website daily esports first reported the case on tuesday in a statement riot games disputed o'donnell's wrongful termination allegation one subject we can address immediately is the plaintiff's claim about their separation from riot the company told polygon the plaintiff was dismissed from the company over seven months ago based on multiple well-documented complaints from a variety of people any suggestion otherwise is simply false O'Donnell's lawsuit and Laurent said Laurent invited her to travel with him and work from his home, pointedly mentioning that his wife would not be there. O'Donnell's suit says Laurent asked, asked her if she could handle him when they were alone at his house. 
Riot Games was sued in 2018 by workers alleging gender discrimination and harassment following an, an investigative report by Kotaku on Riot's workplace culture and treatment of women. The class action complaint ended in late 2019 with a $10 million settlement. The case alleged a, a men-first bro culture inside the company. Riot acknowledged the complaints and developed an internal diversity and inclusion initiative to address its cultural shortcomings. A Riot Games spokesperson told Polygon that the company takes all allegations of harassment or discrimination very seriously and that it would take action against anyone who is found to have violated our policies. O'Donnell's lawsuit also alleges that she worked unpaid additional hours in violation of California state labor and that Laurent was aware of this. So this is all, none of this has been confirmed. Yeah, this is all in a civil lawsuit and going through court proceedings. But I think, you know, based on the investigative reporting, as mentioned by Kotaku back in 2018, there's definitely a toxic culture that's, that that goes on over at Riot Games. So it's very, very disappointing to hear hear, hear about this coming coming out. But like, oh, like I'm, I'm definitely glad it's come to light. Sam... Oh, do you do you do you believe <clears throat> uh, do you believe Sharon O'Donnell uh, when she makes these claims about uh, 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 what's his name Lawrence Nicolo Lawrence? Yeah, I think <laughs> one thing of going through that, and then another thing of having to speak up about it. Mm. It's such a hard thing to do because you will have people say that's not true. You have mm. the possibility of the person who's done that to say I didn't do that Mm. and it's really just your word against theirs so like I mean yes it's all alleged so it could possibly be not true but it is such a hard thing for women to speak up about this and anyone to Mm. speak up about this it doesn't only just happen to women just unfortunately Mm. more happens to women but yeah I think it's it's an emotionally draining financially draining physically draining thing that someone has to go through and to speak up about it is extremely honourable. So I just I feel for her. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think you're completely like you've got to, you make such a good point there. Like this is going to be a massive detriment to her career and therefore her personal life. It would be such a big endeavour to undertake. And yes, a very expensive. A civil lawsuit is not yep. going to be cheap. Mm. And they're already doing what you're saying as well too. Like in that in that quote out of out of Riot Games before they mention they go they go out of the way to mention that she'll dismiss. Uh, from the company seven months ago, based on many well-documented complaints from a variety of people. Yeah. They never at all say that this stuff did not happen to her. They just make sure they say that that is not why she was dismissed. Mm. So already, like, it's it, like the the wording of that makes me very uncomfortable there. So, yeah. Yeah, this, and, mm. and if, if the stuff that, that happened is true, like him saying, you know, like like saying uh, to come and, uh, come over to his house to work when he's... And making it very clear his wife wasn't there, and uh, it, it's and yeah, and and happening to get fired after she reports it to HR. That's that's just absolutely horrific. Like the whole reason why you know, like HR, we know the real cynical reason why it, it exists, and that's to protect these companies. But the 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 at face reason why they're there is supposed to be to help help uh, staff. Uh, navigate these these yep. these difficult situations and hopefully see ramifications and results uh, based on actual actions taken rather than just firing the victims. Uh, All right. Well, he- here's the thing, Zach. So I'd say ideally, um, HR is porque nostos. Like you know, you want to try and yes, 
Yes, HR does have to protect the company, but in their efforts to protect the company by advising them against breaking the law and doing shitty behavior, they try to protect employees' interests. So it it comes hand in hand sometimes. Yeah, in the HR space, sometimes you may be finding yourself in that uncomfortable in-between position where you have a he said, she said situation and you have to investigate it properly to ensure that the company is protected from a lawful perspective but in doing so getting the truth is still the truth and ideally if a crime has been found to have been committed they would be compelled to do the right thing so that's the tricky part but then as you say there is the cynical side of things where you know pr is also pr and you can be you you know you can choose what you can focus on and that's a decision that everyone sort of makes as a company in top management and how they sort of you know, where they draw the line with how much they want to help genuinely fix a situation. And mm. sometimes that's beyond HR's control. Sometimes that's working within a shitty culture and that you don't have too much influence over. So, yeah, it's never, it's it's a hard situation. I think this is a really hard situation because it sounds like, unfortunately for this individual, the, the waters have been muddied a little bit where there apparently there were performance-related issues and that's why, you know, around the same time. And it could be one of those cases where, she was treated horrifically during her employment and that might have caused the performance issues, you know, or mm. it, she may have been targeted after that. It could have been a lot more insidious than that and they looked for reasons to make it about performance after the fact. So mm. we don't know. And that's one of those hard situations where you'll never truly know. And you can only... Um, what I will say, though, is, you know, I agree with Sam. I think it's such a hard thing for anyone to speak out against shitty behavior in the workplace it's not easy going to hr and you know that you're taking a huge risk as an individual because you're now putting your fate in the hands of people that you don't know where they're gonna fall on side and you know whether they're going to protect your interests when it counts or whether they're going to do what they can to obfuscate the truth so Mm. you know ideally you know someone that that works within that sort of area um i would feel pretty disgusting if i was in a situation where i was forced to obfuscate and stand in the way when it's clear something wrong has happened and i probably wouldn't want to stick around in that company for much longer if that's Mm. if that's clearly what the culture is there you know it and it's one of those things where it's one of those difficult things where everyone you know is faced with those decisions and you can only do your job um, yep. as it comes to you and try and do right by, by the people and stick to your own guns. So mm. who knows? Mm. Who knows? It's a tough it area. Just doesn't give me, it doesn't give me a lot of faith. Like hearing about this lawsuit doesn't give me a lot of faith that their, Not at their all. internal diversity and inclusion initiative is actually doing anything. Not I bet at you all. It's, like a, no. it's probably like a half-hour seminar they make their employees go and sit through and then sign yep. something to say that they're not toxic anymore. Uh, I don't know that, but it's got to yep. be a whole cultural change. It can't just be a thirty-minute seminar. Like, mm. not that they've done that, but what, like you said. Mm. But yeah, like it needs to be. You need to be pulling people up on what they're saying and watching mm. how people are talking to one another, mm-hmm. especially bro culture. Like that can get disgusting sometimes in just the way that some men, not all men, but some men can sit there and talk. Mm-hmm. About women in such a derog- derog- I can't say that word derogatory way. Yeah, you got That's it. The one. Um, you got it. Like it's just, and especially if it is a culture where 
majority of people working there are men, mm. that talk is going to be very relevant. So they need to be picking on that. They need they yeah. need to be making sure that everything is in line. Yeah. And I hope yeah. they are. You got to see people being fired. It's as simple yeah. as yeah, that. 100%. Like you need to make yeah. an example of and particularly higher level and if you don't see that come out of a result of a massive investigation like this, I just, you know, I would see that as strong evidence that the company is not committed to improving at all. Yeah. Cuz sure. it, it, it's like a break to, it's like a failure for a company yeah. to really fix itself. The culture, you know, comes from the top down and this 100%. this guy that that this stuff's alleged about is the fucking CEO for fuck's sake. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah which look, means I, I it's not I don't really I don't really trust an, <clears throat> an internal investigation in this. I like I, I feel like if they think that they're not going to get caught out and they think it looks better for them as a company to keep him on, they'll keep him there. Yeah. But really, it should yeah. be investigated. If Fanny's done any of this shit, then he should be fucking fired. Uh, yeah, and it, it, 100%. Yeah, it's, it, that, that's all that should happen. Yep. Ah, oh, fucking Christ. Well, anyway, hopefully we'll see in, like, we'll definitely watch this space because we're, like, once more stuff happens with this court case, we'll have updates for everyone. And hopefully we'll see some kind of ex- expose in the future by Jason Schreier getting in there, getting all the gossip at, at Riot to find out what's really going on. And uh, speaking of Jason Schreier, he was over at Kotaku at a time when a uh, man known as Stephen Tatillo uh, was, was overseeing things as editor, editor-in-chief. And now... Is left. This article comes out of gamesindustry.biz. It was written by Brendan St. Clair. Kotaku editor-in-chief Stephen Tatillo is leaving the site for an as-yet unannounced journalism job that will allow him to continue covering games. Tatillo joined Kotaku in 2009 as deputy editor. He became editor-in-chief in 2012, taking the role from Brian Cre- uh, Cre- Cre- <laughs> Crescent, <laughs> who had left to co-found Polygon. Now... The reason why I brought this up, because anyone who's listened to this show for a while will know, Kotaku seems to be slowly, slowly devolving into just a mess of a website uh, that we've had, uh, I believe it was a couple of years ago now, there was like a mass exodus of of journalists and uh, them having a massive problem because a new new parent company came in and basically bought them over and uh, started putting things on their website like uh, ads that are uh, with audio uh, that played automatically while you were looking through uh, looking through articles. And God, now at this point, the, it's like Kotaku is a pain in the ass. They'll put in these banner ads that will, for some reason, like it will only appear like a third of the way down the page. And for some stuff, it will go behind the text, so you can still actually read what's the head headline of the article is. And then for everything else, it will go in front of it, so you have like just a third of your text just cut off. And I don't understand why it's so fucking frustrating. Anyway, we saw Jason Schreier leave last year and join. Uh, uh, fuck, which which one was it that he joined? Bloomberg. Uh, talking about gaming over there, and he's done. Oh, some Bloomberg asked for a subscription. I'm not reading that. Yeah, no, I, I, and that's why we don't do Jason Schreier articles anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody got the I'm money for that. for that. Jeez. Come on. Fuck no. I'll just read an article of someone who read a Jason Schreier article. <laughs> just sell ad space. Just sell ad space so I can use my ad block so I can read your article for free. Yeah. And you yeah, make so, money. 
There you go. So, so Jason Schreier, he, he, him leaving was a massive, massive loss for them. And now their editor in chief has left. The guy who basically <laughs> got them to the point that they were before this Perry company came and took over. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sexy cat. Do you think this? Uh, think, think this is the final death knell for Kotaku? Yes, absolutely. Cool. <laughs> yes, no, I mean it, it's clear cut. <laughs> you know, their key talent is gone. Their head is yeah. gone. Um, clearly they're not, clearly no one's happy at any level. And it sounds like the parent company have very, a uh, very clear direction that nobody existing with the company wants to be a part of. So, yeah. I don't know what they want to turn it into. Like, I don't know. I, I accidentally went onto Kotaku's American website and that is a shit show. Like in the Australian one, you can sort of separate news based on the different consoles or things like that, or, you know, movies, whatever. Mm-hmm. But for the American one, it just had all the news in one feed. So if you want to find some PlayStation news, you've got to scroll through all the PC, Nintendo, TV, movies, comics, everything. It was uh, it was a mess. And when I realized I was on the American one, I was very thankful I could go back to the Australian one. Uh, Sam, how do you feel about uh, this sad demise of Kotaku? Well, surely they can't be doing that well if people can't read the article. Like, just literally <laughs> ads over the top of the article. Like, how is yeah. that going to work for you? I just, well, I'm dumbfounded. I, I don't even, like, what? What the heck? Well, look, to be fair, I think that was just in, like, the screen that had all the articles there, but, like, cuts off most of the header and, like, they have, like, the first sort of paragraph there or, like, the first line of the article, so you can't see most of that. So it's just really, <laughs> yeah. really annoying. What uh, the heck? I don't know what they're thinking. It's sad to see because, like, we, we reference Kotaku a lot on this show and they do do some some uh, great journalism uh, uh, there. Like, the, the journalists there are fantastic. It's just that they're sort of... They've just been stuck with some pretty shitty management that they're having to deal with now. And, uh, yeah, hopefully yeah. they just... They all go and find new new uh, new life at uh, different, different uh, sites elsewhere. Uh, but that'll do us for our biggest stories for the week. It's time for our quick stories... Now, Lockie, I gave you my PS4 Pro, and along with it, I gave you my beloved PS4 DualShock 4 back button. Now, the only thing... I I love the DualSense controller, the PS5 controller. I know you haven't fucking used it, you piece of shit. (laughs) Dude, I... No, that's not the fair. The only thing I don't That's not like, fair. So, no, 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 no. Sexy Cat needs to say something. So... I, um, whenever I try and play a PlayStation game, because you're always on your friggin' PlayStation 5, um, for some <laughs> reason the Sony network doesn't allow two versions of Zack to exist at the same time, so it logs you out, and I feel bad. So, it's, you know, like, I don't want to fucking lock you out of your games, so, you know, I, I just haven't played it all that much, that's all. Look, if Zachary. you ever want to play it... And also, and play- also where's, my fucking, um, where's my Ghost of Tsushima? <laughs> we gave a game yep. of the year and I still don't have it to play. Like, y- come you're on. gonna have to wait until either A, it's a PS Plus collection or a PS Plus <laughs> game so I can give you my copy. Lend it, or I get bored of me, Legends, mate. but I, I, I have every intention of playing more Legends, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, I haven't played it for like three weeks, so maybe I, know, I should just I lend it to you it. at this point. Yeah. But if you want to play any game, just just play it or kick me out momentarily, which doesn't matter. I'm usually I'm playing single player stuff. Anyway. Let me your friggin' console. No, I'm not fine. going to then 
monopolize your time on your console. That's no, fucked. because once you we we figured out once you start playing it, if you disconnect from the network, you can continue playing. It's so long as you're not connected to the network, it's fine. So as long as you've updated the game and you you've you've have it installed and you then you're all good. Yeah, happy days. Anyway, that's complicated. So, that's way too complicated. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> DualShock for which well, is you could always just make an account as well too. You still have all the. G- I'm not making an account. Why not? You still have all the anyway. No, right, they won't let all the they, games. They, no, they play. won't let me play the online games. I I would I because I didn't purchase them. So if I created an account, it would be I'd have nothing. Yeah, okay, on there. I gave you a whole bunch of physical games. Anyway, <laughs> so DualShock bat bu- back button. I fucking love it. <laughs> It's fucking awesome. The only thing I don't like about the DualSense is I no longer have these back buttons. It's the only thing that I miss a ton from the previous console console generation. But I got some good news this week. There's a pattern that's been filed for a DualSense back button. Oh my god! Oh, wow. Yeah. Now this look. We look, did it. This this, this, this it, one guys. I know isn't going to be much interest to you guys. You guys don't own PS5s. <laughs> No. This one's just for me and Roger. Shout out to Roger from Button Mash. <laughs> he, he loved his back button as well too. And I, I, I messaged him immediately as soon as I saw this news. I'm so fucking excited, but it's probably going to be years away. Oh, give me that fucking back button. And more narcissistic Zach news because this is all for me. All for me, ladies and gentlemen. We have a release date for possibly my most anticipated title this year. Uh, maybe second most, I'm not sure, but fucking hell. PlayStation 5 exclusive Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart Ooh. is coming out June 11th, 2021. Now, everyone, COVID, let's all remember that. <laughs> it may not come out June 11th, 2021, but to know it has some kind of release date makes me think it's at least going to be coming out this year, and holy shit, I'm going to get to play some motherfucking Ratchet & Clank this year. I'm so excited. Sam, are you excited for me? <laughs> I'm excited for you, yes. Um, I need to play Ratchet and Clank, and I haven't. Um, oh, you got to play 2016 Ratchet and Clank. It's so good. It's on PS4, and it's super, super, super cheap. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, it is. Great. I keep seeing it. It'll Please happen Sam. one day. Please, Did- Sam, play it. But when you, get a, when you get a PS5, you'll be able to play it eventually when... Eventually, <laughs> when, when I have a available spare. Available <laughs> when there's a spare. Yeah, exactly, when you're just ready to drop $700. Yeah, when I'm ready to Jeez. spend a lot of money. The spare cash and the spare console. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, I know you're not going to care, sexy cat. Well, you should care. Ratchet looks like a cat, and in, some might call him sexy, I guess. <laughs> If I call myself a sexy cat, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm sexually attracted to cats. Yeah, but wouldn't you relate to other sexy cats? Or is it just your name, sexy cat, you're not actually... I I think it's just a name. I don't think it's like... uh, I would rather not be associated with wanting to fuck cats. (laughs) (laughs) If if that's okay with you, Zach. Yeah, let's leave all that for Shane Dawson, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, shots are fired. So, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, lucky. Lucky. Z- I'm Zach's stop trying to make you. a hard hard turn into YouTube drama <laughs> yeah, territory. Going to get a million listeners overnight. Just lucky, all, everyone having an opinion. Fuck that. Yeah. Lucky, I'm going to give you what you've always wanted. And yep. for at least for a little while, News to Reviews is going to be a movie and TV show podcast because we had some more announcements for the cast of the upcoming Borderlands movie. We have Jamie Lee Curtis to play tennis. Oh, yeah, she's so good. 
I love Jamie Lee Curtis, and then also Jack Black to play Claptrap. That's fine. I have nothing wrong with Jack Black. Yeah, look, I, I hope Jack- he gets to sing. He's such I a look- good singer. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely going to rap or something at you- some point. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So what he can, he the- can he can do no wrong when it comes to music. So yeah, go for it. How do you feel about these casting decisions, Sam? Um, I'm fine with it. I love Jack Black too. A bit of like Tenacious D, 100. Mm. percent the best thing ever. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say. Okay, well, look, I'm all about my Jack Black, right? I love me some some School of Rock. It's fantastic. Jamie Lee Curtis, fucking, you know, great shit. <laughs> I haven't actually seen that many movies with her in it, but I know everyone loves her. Yeah, Halloween, she was in that. But, but, just, I don't know what it is about Jack Black being cast, maybe because Kevin Hart was also ca- cast, and I didn't mind, I, th- I thought that, I thought Jumanji was just okay, so it just leads me to feel like it's just going to be the most okay movie of whenever the hell it eventually does come out. Yeah, probably. Look, I, I mean, I, I I haven't even seen Jumanji just because I know that it's... I know they went in a very different direction to the original Jumanji, which I love. And so I was like, mm. uh, I don't think this is for me. Mm. Um, mm, this could... This would make a lot more sense to do current modern day Jumanji though for this type of story because it's set in a video game type environment. Look, so, yeah, you know, I don't know. Could work. I don't know. I I feel like with Borderlands, we we already have Mad Max. Like, I'd, I'd almost rather see like a Borderlands series. Um, like, like just in general, like the story in Borderlands has never been something that that's. It's not why I, I play the game. It's about that fun looting and shooting and. And uh, playing it with friends and and whatnot, so the the thought of a Borderlands movie just didn't really get me too excited in the first place. Oh, I think it, I think it's got it's got wheels. Um, mm. um, <laughs> I, I think the yeah, I I think it's it's a world. It's just a dynamic world with, as you say, Mad Max style mixed with comedy. And I think there's a lot of room for that in a movie. It is funny that it is funny though because it's hard to do a good comedy, especially nowadays. It's like you know, comedies aren't really that common unless it's in the mm. Marvel format, where it's yeah. sort of you know, it, their concept of comedy is just it winks at the audience every now and again about how silly the plot is, and that's sort of mm. the whole thing. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know how successful it'll be, but I think it's a good, I think it's good in concept. Well, I wonder if you think this is going to be good in concept. They've they have cast Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, two Game of Thrones alums, for the HBO Last Which one's of Bella? Us series. Who does she play? She's the um, you know, the boss ass little girl that runs that. Oh, oh, good for that little girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know. Yep, I know what you're talking about. And Pedro Pascal, I think more people probably know him from The Mandalorian now, but he's the one who got his... uh, Well, actually, I won't spoil it in case people haven't seen Game of Thrones, but things don't end well. (laughs) No, I thought his character was excellent in Game of Thrones. I think he's a very good actor, and I'm glad to see he's doing really well. Man, he he is in demand right now. Like, two two pretty... These are massive gets, I think, at the moment. Star Wars and then... 
Like, I, f- I feel like The Last of Us, being an HBO show and be- the fact it's a series, I feel like it, it very well could be a hit. Like, I'm, 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 I'm down for that. Like, if, if they can do zombies better than The Walking Dead, which I think probably wouldn't be too difficult, it devolved a fair bit. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, but hang on. Walking Dead's seasons. been around for like a billion years, so they had to be doing yeah. something right. It's from a different time, I guess, but yeah, like okay. uh, I, 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 I'm tentatively excited about the the Last of Us now. Sam, I know you're a massive fan of the Last of Us Part Two. Are you are you excited by these casting decisions? Um, I have no idea who either of them are, but I'm just excited that I'm going to be able to watch the Last of Us. Like, I hope that there's more. Well, obviously, they're not going to do the same storyline. That'd be stupid, but. Uh... Are they? I've got some bad. I've got some bad news for you. Yeah, is it? Is doing... it just going to be the same story? It's the same story as one, apparently. So I'm hoping that they're going to flesh it out a lot and. and... Works for I hope me. I haven't played it. it. Yeah, yeah, for Lockie, it's great. yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm in like, for a treat, aren't I? That kind of upsets me. I get it, but that kind of upsets me because I'm like, I want more. I want to know yeah. more. Well, this is this is season one, so fingers crossed they're going to do a bit of a. Well, hopefully, it won't be like Game of Thrones because when they went off the books, things went fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully, they'll uh, after season one, they'll sort of they they'll decide to sort of stop following the the plot of the games and and maybe if season one can sort of prove itself, then season two they can experiment a bit more and. And sort of like I'd almost rather they just told a completely different story in general with completely different characters just yeah. in the Last of Us universe, or even pick a character we know less about, like Joel's brother. He has like this whole fucking big camp that he's a part of and stuff. Like, how does that happen? And like, you know, oh, oh, yeah, yeah so sure. so much interesting side stuff that we get to. The, that dude that jo- the, did you play the first Last of Us? Yeah. The dude that has, like, all the traps set up around the town and stuff like that. Like, I want to know more about that dude. Mm, the yeah, there's so many that's, side that's stories funny. that you could go off on, which mm. maybe, hopefully, they'll do. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed, mate. Like, yeah, yeah, fingers crossed. Hopefully, they don't follow all the side stories from the game as well, too, because yeah. <laughs> that would just be, fuck. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not too sure about that. Which company is backing this show? Uh, it would be Sony, for sure. It's a Sony IP. Okay, yeah, so, but I, I mean, I, like, is this like Netflix or no? Amazon? HBO, HBO's H- making it. That's that, that, gives, that gives me faith. Yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah, but also HBO was the one that cocked up Game of Thrones. So hopefully, you yeah. don't have the same uh, the same director slash writers on it. DB, what are they called? D and D. I don't even remember anymore. It was David they, and it was D and DV DB like, and everyone calls them D and D because that's was, easy. Was David Benioff one of them? That's that- it. That's it. David okay. Benioff is one of them. Okay. Well, that'll do us for news to reviews, movies, <laughs> oh, okay. and TV well, shows. Yeah, what a great way to end that shit. <laughs> it is time to talk about the games that were released in the last week. Not a whole lot. We had Galgun Returns come to PC and Nintendo Switch. Sorry, Galgadot returns to what? Gal Galgadot returns to playing Wonder Woman. For a third time, and everyone loves the movie, just like the second one. Um, I hope they do next Wonder Woman is like Wonder Woman 4000, where they just throw her into the far future, and then it can yes. just be crazy off the wall. They need to do more of that with superhero movies, to be honest, because that's where superhero movies would thrive. No one wants to be reminded of shitty current day, like, political climate and all that shit. 
throw us 4,000 years ahead so we can worry about what, you know, future society and what the Morlocks are doing and how, and how adding the Incredible Hulk will fuck with them. Fuck that. I want to see it thrown right back. I want to see, I want to see it fighting <laughs> dinosaurs, you know? Wonder Woman on a T-Rex? Let's do it. Let's well, make it happen, people. That's so boring. That wasn't it, by the way, for the games released in the last week. We also had Super Mario 3D World. Oh! Nintendo Switch. Wow, it's in that fucking 90 on Metacritic right now, which is pretty insane. I'm kind of a little, little bit surprised. But anyway, we'll get into that when we talk impressions for now. Let's take a quick break. Sam, did you pick up Super Mario 3D World? No. Oh, no, no, no. No, because the last, what was it, Nintendo title that I picked up was Yoshi's Crafted World. Mm. And I loved the demo of that. I played the demo like three times. I loved it. I couldn't wait for the game to come out. Mm. And then the game came out and I just didn't like it. Like it was literally just the demo in a longer version of the game. Uh, okay. And so okay. I don't know. I just haven't picked up any Nintendo like classic Mario games or anything like that mm. since. I just haven't. I probably need to try them again. I probably... No, you know what? I think you. I think whenever the Nintendo releases a demo of a game, I always raise my eyebrows a bit because it's like, oh, okay, so you don't trust people to get this game on its own merit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's one of those things where like I I always get the demos for things because hey, you don't have to pay anything, but I'm always disappointed by them. So uh, yeah, I don't think I bought any base game after the demo. That's come from Nintendo. So I feel like they trot out the ones in demos that even they don't have that much faith in sort of succeeding. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm with you there. Um, I'd say this is not that though. No. This is, this is yeah, this is better quality. Do, have okay. you played any Mario games before? Yeah, I played Mario Odyssey. Yeah. And like, I've got Mario Party. Like that's a classic that everyone plays. Um, yeah, that's great fun. Yeah. I didn't like Odyssey. Okay. I Why don't even that? know, like, okay. usually that's the type of game that I'm really into, but there's just, mm. it just didn't excite me. It didn't draw me in. Yeah. Hey, I'm not a big Mario fan either, and to be honest, like, if there was almost any other title I was interested in coming out around this time, I probably would have picked it up, but there's nothing else coming out till Monster Hunter Rise, which I am so excited for. Yes. But yeah, it's... it's, it's Crazy thing, Lockie. Holy shit. I think it's only the second time ever on this show that we have both picked up the same game mm. on release. And here's, we... the, here's another crazy thing. Sexy Cat is actually excited and keen on a franchise. So it's not too often that I'm the that I'm the one that's like, oh, yeah, no, you got to play this. It's fucking great. Uh, okay, so Sexy Cat likes Sexy Cats now? I don't understand. No, like, no, no, no. Is... Well, because they're not sexy just in this cats, game. Just no, cats I'm a sexy general. cat. I'm not saying cats are sexy, and I'm not saying that there's sexy cats in Mario. <laughs> Get, pull your head out. Pull your head out, mate. You, you, you've gone too far down the sexy cat hole. <laughs> just like Shane Dawson. <laughs> Allegedly. 
Yeah, Zach, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't, in fact, I know I'm not ready for this. I can't handle that. I don't. All right, all right. I can cut that out if you like. Yeah. No, I expect it to stay in and I expect Shane Dawson to be in the title just to to clickbait everybody. I know. Yeah, just to launch out. Yeah. No, I don't want to be that because then everyone will expect more drama and I just can't. I, I couldn't do it. No, thank you. I just don't want okay. it. I'm all about the games, man. Just, just let me talk about Mario, please. Do you find any drama around Mario? Are you enjoying it so far? Uh, there's a couple of issues, and I will get into that. But I'll say overall, um, it's a classic Mario game. Like, you know, it's it's an interesting Mario title, too, because I haven't played the Wii U version. And um, I think it's loosely based on a version that came out for the 3DS called Super Mario 3D Land. And I say loosely because, you know, I think the, wraps, uh, the maps have been redone and everything has been overhauled completely for it. Mm. It's proper HD, looks really nice. But it's a weird, it's a weird combination of traditional Mario-style games um, where it's not quite as fluid with your movement and free world exploring as you've experienced in Odyssey or Galaxy. It's more akin to the traditional original Mario game where you're moving almost on the rails in a very specific map to certain directions to get to a flag and it looks like they've 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 interestingly mashed all these old concepts of mario games over the years into one single game so you have your flag you have um you 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 go across a map sort of like three um mario three super mario three you have all these blocks and and devices that have been thrown in and mashed from different games so it really does feel like an amalgamation but they're trying to be true and genuine to the throwback of the traditional Mario movement. So you can only move in eight directions. So you have your toggle, right? And in Mario Odyssey, you can move in any direction you want. And it feels very weird to be limited to only eight directions on your toggle. You um, was? Oh my God, I still, I'm still doing it. <laughs> ah! Okay. It happened one episode later. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Lockie can't learn. Alright, yeah, so Lockie can't learn. I still call I'm still calling an analogue joystick a toggle. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to it now at this point, because I don't think I am physic I'm not mentally capable of um of changing. Oh, look, it it's an abs that that is an absolute behemoth of a misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Uh, yeah. Behemoth. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm sticking to it. I'm going to make Toggle a thing. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck yes. I am 100% about that. <laughs> Possibly the most controversial thing we've talked about on the episode today. I know, now, it's the I, hottest of takes. I haven't had a, a lot of time yet with Super Mario 3D World. I, uh, I, I've only managed to play about half an hour on my lunch break at work and about oh, another 40 minutes or so before we started playing today. I popped it up on the big screen. And now I've got to say, it's like, you know, it's... You, pretty delightful Mario game. I've played a few of them now, like having played 3D All-Stars and Super Mario Odyssey mm. uh, and and like not being a massive fan of Mario. I was like you with Odyssey. I was like, it's pretty good, but I don't see what all the, I don't, why there's all these 9 and 10 out of 10s for it. Like it's, it's a great platformer, but it's just not, <laughs> I, I guess it's just not the kind of game that appeals to me that much. But then Galaxy... Ooh, playing through Galaxy, I really, I, I, I got the itch for that one, and I, I found myself being addicted and just wanting to play one more level. 
Uh, Galaxy, I had a great time with. And I, I feel a bit of the Galaxy DNA in this one as well, too, just in how Mario controls. Uh, uh, okay. But, but i, I, I got to say, I find I, I very much do miss uh, the sort of uh, uh, gravity bending of, of Galaxy, though. Having uh, that, that, was, that star that double jump, gimmick. you really feel it when it's gone. Because mm. you, because yeah, tr- that's yeah, like true. an instant do-over whenever you jump, and losing that for all the other games. I mean, in Odyssey, you have the caps, so that's sort of like that's your double jump feature as well. So it is hard going back to a game model where you you jump and you fall off, you're fucked. It, yeah, but and then this you is have harder. the um, you have the uh, if you're wearing pretty much like any other kind of suit, like the cat suit or the like, even the fireball one, you get that little extra thing like what Yoshi does where they run on the air for a few seconds and you can sort of reorientate yourself. Uh, I didn't know you could do that with the fireball one. I I got the feeling where the cat suit is overpowered and everything else is shit compared to the cat suit because you can run up walls and if you do fuck up you can you can sort of rescale and sort of redirect your diving and jump back in a direction Mm. that'll get you back onto land so Mm -hmm. like that what what they've done is they they really want you to play that cat suit they want you to be cat mario for the game and they've made this suit that is you know, way more overpowered than any other suit. Why would you play Fireball Mario when you can smack people with your cat paws? Um, and, and you hear Mario go, every time, like, he makes a movement. Like, there's no beating that. It's great. Uh, they, they've perfected video gaming sort of uh, just entertainment value with that frigging cat suit. So, yeah, I, I do not agree with you, though, on it having Galaxy DNA... I've just played Galaxy. I've just finished okay. it doing the purple coins and unlocked Luigi. And mm. it is not Galaxy. Galaxy is, okay. I agree, a perfect game. And I would love to see more Galaxy in the future, more games like that, because the Galaxy was so different when it came out and so innovative with its planet-style gravity-based movement where it would it would pick a circular point and move you around it. Um and that was just so different and so unique. I haven't seen that yet. I've gone through the first world in 3D World, and I haven't seen that. That It's more, in my mind, a throwback to traditional Mario. You don't have the triple jump. You don't have a an extra jump that you can get in midair. So it's nothing like the... the th- Even though it's called 3D Mario, it doesn't play like a 3D Mario game traditionally. Okay. Not even Mario 64. It, it's, it's, it's older than that. It's more... It's much more retro, and that's what makes it an oh. interesting, an interesting game, in in my opinion. Um, oh, okay, because I much prefer the controls and the feel of Mario in this to the to N sixty four Mario and and Super Mario Sunshine for sure. I found they were yeah, a little bit a little bit too slippery. I do find that mm. uh, I, I can get fucked over a bit with the momentum in this one because you can yeah. go quite far fast as a cat, and I can find myself. Uh, overshooting jumps a little bit, uh, but other than that, like and j- just generally, I've, I've, I'm not you know a big Mario player. I think if people who play a lot of Mario just have a better sort of grasp on the way he moves and the way to get you traverse the levels, but I sort of just haven't really got that, uh, I guess, muscle memory with Mario like I do for like Crash Bandicoot or Ratchet or most other games. I, I, I agree with you. I think Mario handles really differently than any other game that I've played. And I played a lot of the Mario games across generations recently. I played through mm. number three recently, Mario World, um, Galaxy the other day, Odyssey a couple of months back. So I got a nice feel for it. And, and this plays way differently. This feels like Mario. This feels like 2D Mario, but he's been oiled up. 
He's been like he's just he's just been doused in in baby oil, and he just and he just moves so quickly and slides everywhere and slips through everything. So um, it's a nice feeling where he just moves into a pipe immediately and he just sort of glides through. So they're definitely trying to go for this slippery on ice glidey feel for the entire game. I do find that a little bit difficult though. As a player, I'm used to a little bit more friction in his movements than you normally get. So yeah, I'm finding this actually a really hard game to adjust to uh, at certain points, even in the first map, than what I would normally be in games. Because yeah, I think this is wildly different. This is definitely like a... This is definitely a different strain of Mario to mm. any other game I've played. Uh, you mentioned to me uh, uh, last night when we checked out that Russian Guardians movie. <laughs> Anyone out there, check out Russian Guardians. Just try to, if you can, try and find the English dub because I'm still convinced that'd be funnier than with subtitles. Honestly, while it's not a good movie, it was way more competent and nicer looking than I was expecting, and <laughs> I can't, I can't really dunk on it all that much. Anyway, the reason why I brought this up is you mentioned to me. Uh, that that you notice lots of frames dropping every now and again. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, All right, well, Super let's Mario get in. Yeah, 3 yeah. World. Okay, so going back to Super Mario World and we're giving a proper <laughs> proper review on it. Um, I preface Sorry, my re- yeah, I preface <laughs> my review saying that I've only played through the first world so far, which is maybe an hour to 2 hours tops, so mm. I don't have a full feel for the game yet. But what I can say is first impressions uh, the game looks really great. It's a nice looking game. It has that feel of Link's Awakening remade for the Switch. Uh, I, I have a strong feeling that they use similar assets, especially for their sort of water and how their environments were done. It has, okay. you know, a cartoony blocky feel, but really nicely polished. It, it feels nice. And that's the good part. That's a good part about it. The bad part, though, is I don't think the Switch is powerful enough to be able to handle the frigging game. Because, uh, yeah, lots of frame rate drops. Over nothing. All the time. Mm. When I use the cat, which is the outfit that they want you to use in the game most of the time, they don't want you to fucking use the fire flower. They want that cat. Mm. You've got cat bells everywhere. Everything's cat-themed. Play the mm. damn cat. Yeah. So every time I use that dive ground pound ability, frame rates drop when he hits the ground. It doesn't matter mm. where he is. Frame rates will drop. Now, I don't know mm. if that's my switch or, you know, it probably isn't. Probably everyone's switch. But that's a problem. And this mm. is a game that... that was made for the Wii U. So I'm very confused as to why it's been so poorly ported onto the Switch. I mean, it's probably been a... It's probably had an HD uptick. Or has it even had that? Can the Switch even play HD at 1080p or is it 720 as their base? Uh, I believe it's 720, I think, handheld and like 1080 or 9 something, 960 or something like that when it's docked. Okay, so I've been playing Adopt, so maybe that's where its power struggles are coming into play and it just can't handle the game at a proper 1080. Mm. Maybe that's what's going on. So, so, so yeah, because, well, look, I didn't notice it when I played handheld, but perhaps that was because I wasn't, like, looking for it and I didn't notice it. Because, yeah, when you when you mentioned to me that, that it was a terrible port, I was thinking, what are you, are you talking about? It Like, I felt like it played fine to me. Um, and, yeah, as you said, as you said, it looks looks fantastic. Uh, but then, yeah, when I played it, I played it this morning before we started recording. I and I play. I docked my console as well too, so that was the only difference. I definitely noticed that, like at certain situations, like you know, jumping on certain enemies. Mm-hmm. I found it happened more when I was playing as Luigi, <laughs> as well too, and then That's definitely funny. more when he had the uh, cat suit on as well too. So yeah, you're absolutely right. It does drop frames just randomly. Uh, it plays it Luigi, you hipster fuck. 
Oh, I accidentally hit the cross button when you're going into the thing, which randomizes oh, who you, which randomizes who you play as. Yeah, and then I know that's when I it really stood out to me. I was like, oh shit! I wonder if Lockie was playing as Luigi, but I'm guessing no now. No, I've just played as I've just played as Mario. I've played as everyone but Luigi, Mario, Toad, and, and Princess Toadstool. I get it. Luigi's a joke. We all, we all, we all know that. Poor well, yeah, he, he, yeah, he's the runner-up. Although you know, it is fun to play him when you unlock him in Galaxy. But you know, I don't think there's any advantage to playing him in this. I haven't tried it, but <laughs> I'm guessing. Yeah, he's a so, great like, Mario. Fuck yeah. It. So I was really surprised by that, and that's where I go. Okay, I think this game is great. I think it is really fun to play. I think it offers something really different to anything I've experienced before in the Mario world, which I appreciate. Not as good as Galaxy. Sam, if you're going to play a Mario game and you want to have a good time, play Galaxy. Um, That's the only thing that I can say. I'm so sorry that Odyssey didn't tickle your fancy, but hopefully Galaxy would if you were ever to give it a go. Yeah, this wouldn't be the game that I'd be trotting out as like, you know, the prize game. But for someone that, for people that do love Mario games... Uh, this is definitely a must pick up. Yeah. yeah. And look, I, I'm not someone who loves Mario games so far. I've, I've finished the first world as well. Yeah, look, so far, pretty pretty fun. Not as fun as Galaxy, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, no. I'm glad I'm playing it. But yeah, I'm probably going to end up trading this one in pretty much as soon as I'm finished playing it. It's not going to be one that I'm going to keep around to replay multiple times. But I traded in the 3D All-Stars as well too. In order to get this one, so yeah, it's just not they're just not my my kind of games, I guess. As much as I loved Galaxy, I knew I wasn't wasn't planning on playing it again anytime soon. I hope they release Galaxy on its own, so you don't have to buy all three Sam in order just to play that <laughs> no, they're one. Not going to yeah. do that. Why would they do that? I know they won't. Yeah, fucking. They might fucking release Nintendo. Galaxy Two. I'd love to see Galaxy Two remade because I never played that one, and I'm sure it'd be great. But mm. yeah. Alrighty, well, there'll be more on uh, Super Mario 3D World in the coming weeks as we finish that one off. I dare say we'll probably have this one in the bag by next week. It's not. I don't think it's going to be a fucking 40, 50-hour experience. Oh, yeah. It took me two hours to get through the world with all, the first world with all stars. I don't yeah. think it's going to be a long game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, fire out. Oh, let's leave Nintendo there for a bit, hey, and find out... What Sim has been playing? What I've been playing, well, I've been playing a game called Concrete Genie. Um, it is mm-hmm. one of the free PlayStation games we got with our PSN. Uh, I think it was last month. I don't think it was this month. I'm not 100% sure. It was either last month or this month. Um, it's incredibly beautiful. It's just a story-based game that darkness has taken over from an oil spill and you have to clean up all the darkness with this brush that you have kind of been given. Um, And it really goes into, like, there's these bullies that are the bad guys that you've got to, like, steer away from where you need to go. Um, And it really goes into how, I don't know, I just really liked, I need to give more of a backstory, this isn't. I'm horrible with descriptions. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, But so when someone else touches the brush at the same time, the main character, which I cannot, Ash, I think his name's Ash. um, Oh, like Ash Ketchum. (laughs) Yeah. What? (laughs) Ash Ketchum. Ash Ketchum. He's he's the original Pokemon 
guy. He was oh, the yeah, anime yeah, series. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't get <laughs> yeah. that reference. I do now. Um, but when they someone else touches... <laughs> when someone else touches the brush, you kind of get a backstory of why they are the way that they are. Um, why they're such a dick. Why yep. they're such a dick. And it's That's these fun. kids that have had like really hard like backstories of abuse mm. and divorce and being put into like like a dad going to jail and things like that. And wow. I just really like that it's playing on that story of hurt people hurt people. And it's, I think yep. it's a good game, especially for kids to understand that maybe your bully's going through other stuff as well, and that's not an excuse, but mm. that's a reason. And it was just a really beautiful game to play. You've got to do different drawings and colours, and then in the end, all the bullies and Ash get together, and sorry, spoilers, but <laughs> yeah, like it's just, I really enjoyed it. I'm probably going to play so it again. What, so, so what was the actual like like gameplay? You said you're painting, like is it... Yeah. Uh, like, like, what, what, what exactly are you doing? Just like moving a brush around, like the the world, or are you painting like in a book? Or um, so it starts off as a book, and then the book gets ripped up by the bullies and sent up to this lighthouse, and then your drawings kind of come to life, and then they're on the walls. So you're drawing on the walls, and you've got to light up different areas, and take away the darkness, which is the oil spill. Um, and then there's a twist at the end where the darkness comes to life with the oil spills and it like creates 3d parents no it's just an oil spill oh there's probably like some (laughs) reason behind that but is is the is the you might be too too young to know this reference but is the darkness the same thing as that that evil smoke stuff from fern gully Oh, I thought you were going to say the evil smoke stuff from Lost. Um, and I was going to say, yeah. Either probably, or, I guess. <laughs> probably. Knowing J.J. Abrams, yeah. Um, why not? Funnily enough, the, the, there's a character in that named Zach. Not relevant. <laughs> now, I played oh, a yeah, tiny that's amount. right. Yeah, I love oh. Fern Gully. That was Robin Williams' first animated speaking role, I'm pretty sure. That's, he was the... Bat, wasn't yeah, he? My name is Batty, and I'm feeling uh, ratty. Yeah, it, <laughs> I can't remember anything else, but it was great. That black smoke was very scary. Um, now, I, I played a tiny little bit of Concrete Genie. As you said, it was a PS Plus game, so I gave it a download. I didn't get very far into it as I was, I was just jumping around different shit to players. I wasn't sure what I wanted to play. And, um, I, like, I found I, w- I wasn't a fan of using the movement controls to control the brush. Did you leave movement controls on or did you change it to the uh, the, the toggle? No, I <laughs> definitely didn't like that at, at the start and it was a bit difficult at the start, but I got yep. used to it. It was very easy to get used to, I think. Um, so I just mm. kept it on and it was quite simple after that. Mm. I feel like, because apparently this game you can play it in VR as well yeah. too, and I feel like in VR would be a really cool experience, like if you had the PlayStation Move controllers, being able to control them like a brush, yep. just move around a little bit better than your fucking, just your, your DualSense or, or DualShock 4. Yeah, uh, definitely. So, so, so you finished uh, finish Concrete Genie. I did. How long did it take you? Oh, not long. Probably, I, it wasn't a long game, like 10 hours max. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's a, that's a decent decent like I feel like that's a good length for a narrative based yeah. story like you can tell a very well-rounded narrative in that time. Like I think The Last of Us Part 1 was like 10 to 14 hours or something like that. that yeah. That was a absolutely stellar story. So seeing you have completed it, do you have a review score for us? Oh. Oh. Probably like 
it's not the best game ever, but I did really enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. Probably like a seven out of ten. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Solid game. All right, Sam. I have something to put to you in a scenario to see if that would help elevate the game. So. I really like the concept that you were saying before around how it's all about, um, you know, the, the bullies suck and they're spreading darkness to begin with, but then you learn that you you come to understand that their darkness was inflicted, you know, from their parents and you come to understand them and everyone sort of gets along at the end. What would be cool is if the final boss was a bully that you discover is actually a straight-up psychopath and there actually is just no... <laughs> like, there is no understanding. It's like, no, they, no they're just fucked and you got to take them down. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Do you reckon that'd be cool if you had like a final boss where all the bullies had to work together to bring this dickhead down? I think yes, but I also think it's a kid's game. Uh, so like, yeah. it's definitely just teaching kids that people have reasons behind their actions and it's not okay to treat someone like that, but we're all dealing with our own crap and just be nice to people, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, that's a cool concept. But it's that's a it's a big concept. It's like a lot. <laughs> well, it depends on what age we're sort of looking at. Because yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Because I mean, like, you know, I think I was um I think I was seven when I played Ocarina of Time, and bringing down Ganondorf was like the coolest thing I'd ever experienced. And, and, and like, you know, sometimes sometimes in life you just got to bring these fuckers down, and you got to yeah. use light arrows and you know shoot them with light and shit. And it like yeah, that's where I that's why I delineate and I completely derailed the really smart core concept that they're going for and they're trying to like you know teach teach them that yeah everyone is understanding. But I will say it's a good lesson for the workplace that sometimes people are just monsters and you gotta yeah you gotta you gotta know how to deal with that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you gotta work work with that and, and try and fix shit up. Try and uh, try and paint over it with a pretty picture like the game. Yeah. And on that note, no. let's wrap up the show. No, oh, fuck <laughs> you, Lockie. No, we got more to talk about. Yeah. So, 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 so. What have you been say, up to, Zachary? Everyone, please donate to uh, Sexy Cat's Kickstarter for Concrete Genie 2. Huh? The, dark, the Darkness Wins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like what? Now, I teased at the start of the episode, I want to n- narcissistically tell my story of how I threw away three days of my life to get three, three Platinums in three days. Now... <laughs> Can I just mute my mic and go at this Oh, point? certainly. You do not have to be here for this Excellent. at all. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, the, it, it started when I... De- uh, PS Plus game, Control Ultimate Edition, came out Tuesday last week. And I have absolutely nothing to play at the moment. I was struggling looking for stuff to play, and I absolutely love Control. Everyone can go listen to the episode from all the way back out in 2019 where I reviewed that one, and I I had a fantastic time with it. Um, And, yeah, I thought, fuck it. I I can get the trophies again. I'm going to re-platinum this one because I had a great time last time, and it will take less time because I know what I'm doing this time anyway. And yeah, it was great. It took about a week for me to, to finally nab it. I got it on the Tuesday and I had a fantastic bloody time. Control is so good. The PS5 version, the Ultimate Edition, is the best way to play it that I have played. It it ran fantastic. Now, I'm disappointed that with ray tracing, I did find it 
I did find it unplayable. Uh, I don't know if it's <laughs> okay. that the frame rate isn't sitting at a locked 30 or I'm just so used to the 60 frames now that 30 just doesn't work for me anymore. But I had to make sure I kept it on performance. And when it was on performance, it, it ran silky smooth. Like it was locked 60, 4K as well. It looked absolutely fantastic 4K HDR. Just didn't have that ray tracing, but... I was like more than happy to make that sacrifice for that silky smooth gameplay. And yeah, I just had the best time. It was so fun replaying Control. It has some of the best third-person action gameplay uh, in any title on the PS4. Lockie, I'm pretty sure you've got my physical copy of Control, don't you? So it's yep. definitely one I'd recommend checking out. It's it's fantastic, even on PS4. Even oh yeah, I'll does- get right on that. Doesn't run the greatest, but yeah. So yeah, finally nabbed that platinum on the Tuesday, and I'm like, oh, that was fun. I might, I might see if there's another game that I feel like platinuming that I that I enjoy. And Infamous Second Son, I decided, oh, I'll take another look at that, and I I realised, oh, I always avoided that because it has one trophy where you have to complete the game on expert mode. And I was like, yeah, I'm too scared. It's going to be too difficult. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck it, you know, I've got nothing to play. I've definitely got the time. My foot's still broken. I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna give it a crack. Yeah. And um, playing through an expert mode was fine. I only died like a few times. It was, it wasn't a stress at all. Look I had an absolute oh, stepping up, man. I had an absolute pleasure, pleasure of a time getting the platinum in that one. Replaying the game, playing it in evil mode, so I was fucking killing everybody. Uh, it's, it's kind of similar to control. Funnily enough, you're playing as a, a character who has like third person shooting abilities and, uh, and traversal capabilities such as floating and, and, and things like that. And you have a dash. So it played so similarly. It was, it was funny that I ended up playing a game with such sort of similar DNA, I guess. Um, infamous second son was the, uh, was a launch title by sucker punch, the people behind ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was, it was just fun going down that trip down memory lane to, to nab this this one so yeah i think by the wednesday i uh, yeah by the wednesday i nabbed that one and i was like oh two tro- two platinum trophies in two days let's see if we can keep this ball rolling so did you I bathe up- in in that time i can neither confirm nor deny that no, okay definitely. okay I, I just wanted to paint a look, picture for our listeners i'm gonna be honest with everybody i showered at least once in that time <laughs> Okay. So take that, take that. What you want from that information now? Don't worry, Zach. We've all been there. It's okay. It's okay. People. I sh- I shamefully looked up an article of some easy platinum trophies, mm. <laughs> and one of those games was Goat Simulator, which I already had as a PS Plus game from last year. So I was like, "Fuck yeah! I'm gonna platinum me some Goat Simulator." I saw some people saying it only takes about. 30 minutes to uh, to two hours to platinum this one. And I think uh, in the end, it had taken me about four hours. I started on the Wednesday night and I'd, I finished it before I went to work on Thursday. And oh, shit. Would you, would you know? So actually, I should probably tell everyone what Goat Simulator is. So it's just a wacky sandbox physics-based game where you play as a goat, just getting up to ridiculous goat hijinks and causing chaos around this world. And all the trophies are pretty much tied to doing different things causing chaos, such as like uh, getting launched into space or, um, you know, uh, crashing a car that's doing donuts in a, in a paddock. You know, typical goat stuff. Uh, On a side tenuous note, 
I yeah. really love goats. I think they're an amazing <laughs> animal. Yeah, I, 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 I had the, uh, I had the joy of um, being able to meet a goat that grew up with domesticated dogs. So it thought oh. that it was a dog, but it was still a goat. And it still had that goat DNA. And the way that goats like playing with each other is they like to charge and headbutt. So <laughs> so it would start gently headbutting you to begin with and you push it back using the palm of your hand. And then it would start charging and, and giving a little rev up. And it's just so it's just so much fun. Oh. Um, it's, it's a beautiful animal. Sam, what's your opinion on goats? On goats? Yes. I've never met a goat, I don't think. Holy shit, Sam! Yeah. You gotta meet a goat. Their pupils look like letterboxes. Oh, yeah, they're um, creepy. And, they have creepy they, ass pupils. Oh, they're so weird. They're yeah. so they're, and they're, they're not they're not by any means dumb animals, but they just look and appear so fucking stupid. I think it's just because they're chewing all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know they're what it is. They're constantly eating. Them. Yeah. But I, they, yeah, I fucking love goats. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen like a, a baby goat or a kid, as they're called, play. But it looks like what you'd imagine from a Disney movie. Like they fucking bound around, will jump on their like mum's backs and shit, and just sort of stand up there and chill. And it's 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 so adorable and and awesome. Goats are great. Well, uh, but yeah, go, yeah, goat simulator. Maybe check it out there, Lockie. There's a there's a dedicated bar button. So that's that's. Oh no! Good. I'm never getting this game. I just wanted to talk about how much I like goats. It's a good well, okay, game. Well, it's a freaking oh, okay. awesome game, and it's a great game to play just with other people if you just want to have a good time. Oh yeah! Like, passing around the controller after a few drinks. Well, you can play two player. Oh, that's, so you can play like co-op or... two screen. Yeah, which isn't the best, but at the same time, running around and like headbutting each other is fun. <laughs> yeah, totally. Mm. Oh, the dedicated uh, lick button as well too oh, to attach yes. yourself to stuff. Yeah, it's it's so much fun. Um, yeah, I actually I was surprised with how much fun I had getting the platinum for Goat Simulator. But s- big surprise here, out of all the trophies I got amongst these three games, Goat Simulator had the most difficult trophy. So I spent basically it took about four hours in total. As I said, Wednesday night and and uh, Thursday morning, I got the, got this finished, and about half of that time was spent getting just one of the trophies. Now I don't know if you guys remember a little old game on iOS and probably Android as well. I can't remember called Flappy Bird. Yep, <laughs> familiar yeah. with that one? Super frustrating game that people went fucking crazy over it. Anyway. Goat Simulator has their own ripoff of Flappy Bird called Flappy Goat in the game. And so now this mini game is one that you approach in the world and you pl- you're still playing as the goat playing the game. So it doesn't go full screen or anything like that. You as the goat have to go and approach the screen. So if you knock any of the other buttons or your left stick or anything like that, you're going to have to reorientate yourself. Mm. It is so fucking difficult, man. I sat there for so long just hitting triangle. I hit triangle for like two hours just to get this one trophy. Like I saw a Reddit, a Reddit comment saying that they, uh, they think the developers put it in as a troll for people who are trying to get an easy platinum mm. because all the rest of the trophies are so easy. Like it took me two hours in total to get the rest of them it was so bad that i at first i thought it was actually just impossible and it was just broken uh, i couldn't make it past the first they have ladders instead of uh pipes like what flappy bird does and you have a goat instead of a bird 
And the hitbox for these ladders is broken entirely, and the corners are way bigger than what they look on the actual oh, screen. Yeah, so, that's, that's insidious. Oh, it was rough. So it, the first night, I think the furthest, uh, the first two, the first hour I had playing it, I think the furthest I got was like to four or five points, and you have to get ten in order to uh, get the trophy. So yeah, finally when I got that, like, I think I got eleven. Finally, after two hours. And yeah, landed my my third platinum in three days, and that's my sad, sad story of of having not enough to do. Love it, yeah. love it. I'm glad you yeah. got there though, and yeah. you know you that's had a good time, Mister Zachary, and that's the most important thing. I did, I did. I I really feel like a cheat. I achieved something. One of these days, it, one of these days, if I ever have children, I'll be God, able to I tell them about the time. Way. Yeah, that I had, I got three platinums in three days and they'll look at me in awe and yep. say that they'll they'll never ever be as good as me at anything yeah that's wonderful <laughs> you did it Zach. and that'll do us this week on news to refuse if you want to tell us what you thought about how boring my pl- my three platinum story was <laughs> Send your feedback to News to Reviews podcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on all these socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The best place to keep track of that is on Twitter, and our Twitter handle is at News to Reviews, and that's with a number two instead of the word two. And also leave us a review if you can too, because it absolutely warms our hearts and makes us feel amazing and helps us get in the ears of more people. And... Having awesome guests helps us get in the ears of more people. So, Sam, thank you so much for joining us. So, hey, thank you for having me. Oh, you're most welcome. Is there anything that you want to plug, Sam? Ooh. Plug? Yeah. yeah. Plug, plug, plug. You can plug yourself or you can plug something else. <laughs> oh, lucky. Oh, no, that's not what I was meaning, you fuck. No, I was meaning it on. Un- I was meaning it undirty. <laughs> I'm saying if you want to give a company or a show or a creation a plug. Why don't you plug your Instagram? I'll plug myself. I'll plug. Follow me on Sam Jesse Thomas on Insta. I do makeup. Oh, yeah. There you go. And she's fucking fantastic at it as well. I'm all right. Get amongst that. You are. You're really talented. You do some... I don't know anything about makeup. But I say it and I go, ooh, that looks awesome. Could you and make me a sexy cat? Yeah, I can oh. make you a sexy cat. There you go. All right. Done. Well, then, exactly. Yeah. So that that's what we got going on. All that right. needs Thank to you, happen. It's all right. That needs to happen. If Pax is back on this year, Lockie, you got to come with me. And I'll make you a sexy cat. And you have to go to Pax as a sexy cat. Okay. All right. You know what? I should. You know what? I, I'm, <laughs> in, I'm into that more than I should be. Yeah. So, you know what? I might just do that. Are you a fairy? Fuck. I'm not, but I could be. Who knows? You know, yeah, maybe yeah. it'll, maybe it'll, you know, stir something within. Yeah. 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 Oh, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, please take care of yourselves and take care of one another. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>